This morning, we Dominican friars of the province of St. Joseph and you, clergy and members of the parish of St. John Beloved, gather with the family and friends of Father Henry Stephan to thank God for the mystery of the priesthood, Father Henry's priesthood. The mystery of yesterday's ordination today appears fittingly within another and even greater mystery. That mystery, that greater mystery, is the focus of the feast that the church celebrates this morning, the descent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Today, Christians worldwide mark the end of the church's yearly Easter festival by singing the praises of the Holy Spirit, that ray of light divine, the eternal bond of love between the Father and the Son, sent to us by the Father and the Son, as the counselor, the consoler, the animator and soul of the church. We sing the Spirit's praises today because at Pentecost, the risen Lord breathed the Spirit into his mystical body so that we members of that body, we, the vines grafted onto the branch, might live and move and have our being through with and in the risen Lord. We sing the Spirit's praises today because at Pentecost, God renewed the face of the earth. He made us, his creatures, to breathe with a new breath, a divine wind that fills not our lungs, but our souls and all of our soul's powers so that breathing in the Spirit we might exhale the confession of faith that is the cause and the sign of our sanctification. Only in the Spirit, St. Paul tells us, can we profess the truth that Jesus is Lord. At Pentecost, Jesus sent us the Spirit to make that confession. Pentecost, we might say, was the last of the Lord's earthly mysteries. It marked the completion of his earthly mission. Fifty days after his resurrection, ten days after his ascension, the Lord in heaven sent down upon Mary and the apostles the spirit of love that he shares with the Father. That spirit on earth unites us to the Lord in heaven so that the risen and ascended Lord remains present to us, and we to him. In glory, the Lord continues to live our life in the flesh, as on earth we are given to live his life in the Spirit. It is in the Spirit, animating the church, that we live as Christ's disciples, continuing to hear his voice, to receive his mercy, to experience his healing. It is in the spirit animating the church that we strive daily by knowledge and by love to follow the Lord through his passion and death, to share in his resurrection. It is in the spirit animating the church that the Lord will fulfill the promise that he made to us, not to lose anything of what is his, but to raise it up on the last day. After sending the Spirit at Pentecost, 
The risen and ascended Lord does nothing new on earth except to make all things new by raising us and drawing us to himself. The Lord accomplishes this mission through the Spirit who animates the church and the souls of each of her children. It is through the Spirit that the Lord continues to work in the world. And today we gather on the Feast of Pentecost to celebrate one of the Lord's works in particular. This particular work has unfolded gradually over time, culminating in this very Mass. The work began almost 30 years ago when at Father Henry's baptism, the Lord, through the Spirit, made Father Henry an adopted son of the Father. It was through the Spirit that the Lord then drew Father Henry through family and friends and mentors in California, in Kentucky, at Princeton, to join the Dominican Order, to which he has professed himself until death. And it was through the Spirit that yesterday, by the imposition of Cardinal Dolan's hands, the Lord made Father Henry his priest. And it is through that same spirit that today, Father Henry, you will lead us for the first time in offering the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Through the spirit, you will lead this church in prayer. You will repeat the solemn words of the Lord. You will call down the real presence of Christ from heaven to earth, and you will feed us with the body and blood of the Lord. Through the Spirit, Father Henry, you will communicate to us the divine graces, the signs of divine friendship that the Lord chooses to communicate to us, not generically, not haphazardly, but through the ministry of priests. Father Henry, your first Mass today, on this Feast of Pentecost, reminds us of just how closely the Lord himself ties the work of the Spirit to the ministry of priests. In the Gospel that we just heard, St. John details for us how the risen Lord established this connection between Spirit and priest in his interaction with the apostles on that Easter evening. In the upper room, Jesus appeared to the apostles. He showed them his hands and his side, and he said to them, As the Father has sent me, so I send you. We see here that Jesus so conforms the apostles to himself that they come to share in the commissioning that he enjoys from the Father. As the Father has sent Jesus into the world, so he was sending them, the apostles, into the world to continue his divine mission. Jesus made this more explicit in what came next. St. John tells us that Jesus then breathed on the apostles and said, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them. In the same moment that Jesus made the apostles his true collaborators in his mission, he gave them the Holy Spirit, his spirit, 
which he shared with the Father, in order that the apostles might in fact do what Jesus did, what he as God does, which is to forgive sin. In the Acts of the Apostles, from which we heard in our first reading, St. Luke sees the connection between the work of the Spirit and the ministry of priests to manifest itself on the very day of Pentecost. He recounts how a number of disciples, including the apostles, gathered around Mary, all received the Holy Spirit promised them by Jesus. Immediately, the apostles, filled with the Spirit, emerged from the group as their leaders. They began to preach, and their preaching was heard in different languages. For St. Luke, the sending of the Spirit marked the beginning of the apostles' priestly work, which he details throughout the book of Acts. Luke is careful to show how, through the Spirit, the apostles extended in time and space the very ministry and mission of Jesus himself to teach, to lead, and to sanctify. Both St. John and St. Luke then made the same observation. They relate that insofar as Jesus conforms the apostles to himself, not simply to act in his name, but to act in his very person, Jesus gives them a portion of his spirit, the Holy Spirit. Like Jesus, then, the apostles are inspired by the Spirit. They are moved by the Spirit. They are anointed by the Spirit to preach the kingdom, to bind the wounds of sin, and to reconcile all things to the Father. And like Jesus, the apostles and the priests ordained unto their ministry, insofar as they act in the very person of Jesus, enjoy at certain times, dare we call it, command over the Spirit. This command is not dominion, for no command, for no creature can command God as if he were God's superior. The pre-seeming command of the Spirit derives rather from the Spirit's hearkening of the incarnate Word. This is my body, the Lord says, and the Spirit acts to make it so. Your sins are forgiven, the Lord says, and the Spirit acts to make it so. Consequently, when the priest blesses in persona Christi, the Spirit acts to effect that blessing. When the priest forgives in persona Christi, the Spirit acts to effect that forgiveness. When the priest consecrates in persona Christi, the Spirit acts to effect that consecration. At the word of the priest, when he speaks the word of Christ, the Spirit acts in obedience to Christ, in obedience to the priest, for the good of souls. This divine acting at a human word 
is what the Lord establishes and makes stable and permanent in the church when he sends the Spirit to the apostles at Pentecost. We can say that in some way, the Holy Spirit obeys the word of the priest. We can say with greater certainty and clarity that the priest must obey the word of the Spirit. A priest's happiness and his holiness depends upon this obedience. Father Henry, as you begin your priestly life on this feast of Pentecost, do what every priest must do. Surrender your life to the Spirit, whom Christ sends you as the animator of your priesthood. Surrender your priestly courage to the Spirit's gift of fortitude. Surrender your priestly justice to the Spirit's gift of piety. Surrender your priestly prudence to the Spirit's gift of counsel. Surrender your priestly faith to the Spirit's gifts of understanding and knowledge. Surrender your priestly hope to the Spirit's gift of fear. And surrender your priestly charity to the Spirit's gift of wisdom. The surrender of your life in the Dominican order has prepared you to make this surrender of your priesthood, to make it obedient in every way to the promptings of the Spirit. Father Henry, go to the altar now and call down the Spirit for us. Go to the altar every day for the rest of your life and call down the Spirit. And when the Spirit comes at your summons, bringing us Christ's gifts of divine mercy and friendship, may the Spirit bless you in a particular way to keep you in his happiness and his holiness, and to make you perfect as a priest of Jesus Christ.